This is Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, episode 26, with your host, Colton. And co-host, John. And I'm sure everybody notices that John doesn't sound shitty at all, because they got him a mic. Who sound... what? Who said I sounded shitty? No, no one, I was I was making a joke, because you didn't have a good microphone, and that's why I would have you over at my house all the time to record, because your computer's microphone is shit, no offense. It better be a joke. <laughs> but, not, but now you sound good, and I can understand you, and I don't hear a... Every time you talk. <laughs> uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about chapters 33 and 34... Uh, covering the haunted Shinsengumi storyline, I guess, mini arc, whatever you want to call it. And uh, then we have our usual life lesson segment and anime manga comparison segment. Maybe an email or two, maybe. And then um, I think that's about it for the show. But I guess before we go on, um, I think I mentioned last time that we are going to be doing a special episode. Hopefully by the time this comes out, we will have already gotten that recorded, and I'll probably release it, like, the week of Christmas or the week of New Year's, b- before one of those holidays. And I guess I might as well get into a little bit of what we're going to be doing on that special episode, because for for those who, for the very few who follow us on Facebook, I'm sure people have noticed the, uh, the album of pictures that I put up. Uh, basically... Uh, around the time that Gintama started celebrating its 10th anniversary, uh, Weekly Shonen Jump, the magazine that the manga runs in, did this special thing for the spines where uh, each each spine of each magazine for the year featured a Gintama character in a very uh, goofy fashion, in which makes which I think will make good for a uh, for a little guessing game that I might uh, that uh, that I want to do for uh, for this said special episode. Uh, my plan is to hopefully have John and Jay over to play this little game. Uh, if one of them ducks out, maybe I'll try to get Jasmine, hopefully, because hopefully she'll be around to do this. I don't know. I'm definitely going to try to have at least two more people on for that. It might not be the full crew, but um, I, I, I want to have at least two people on. That's the bare minimum. And hopefully John here uh, would like to play with me. Would you, would you like to play this game, John? Does this, does this sound like a neat idea at all? Sure. I mean, uh, you'll 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 see when, when we get together to actually to to do this. But uh, the 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 spine art for uh, for I guess this past year's run of Jump, I think will make a very good uh, I make a fun guessing game at least. I don't know how I don't know how well it'll turn out. I'm hoping it'll turn out well. But yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a fun thing to do during the holidays. I guess something to kind of release while we're busy enjoying Christmas and New Year's and all that. Also, I have finally convinced Jasmine to try to use her Twitter account a little more often, but I, I, I wouldn't count on her being there all the time because she's, uh, she's more of a Facebook girl, as with a lot of my friends, because none of my friends apparently want to get Twitter because, yeah, I don't know. I don't like Facebook either. Well, you, you just don't like being social, John. That's, that's you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know how very introverted you are. If, is that is, is that the word introverted yeah okay I was just making sure I was using the right word so uh, if you want to follow Jasmine on Twitter uh, you should follow her at kpop underscore dancer so uh, wow d- did, did you really expect anything less from her John 
Did, did you really expect anything less? Are you really that surprised? Mm. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you should you should follow Jasmine on Twitter because if you follow if enough people follow Jasmine on Twitter, she might actually want to use Twitter more, and that's kind of my goal. So yeah, if you like Jasmine, you should uh, send her a tweet or something. I'm sure she will like that. But yeah, uh, now that we're done with housekeeping, how have you been, John? Stuff. Great. That see see that I see I can relate to that because that's a feeling I feel too. It's a yes. very it's a very deep emotion when you emotion, feel when emotion, you feel stuff. Stuff. When you feel emotion stuff, it's probably the highest emotion you could feel. But no, I um recently just finished composing a song before we started recording. That's cool. Yep. You know some you know something we should do is we should we should promote your music on the show a bit more. That'd be good. Okay. So I'm I'm assuming you want to cut the bullshit and get right to it, don't you, John? Yeah. Okay. Fine, we will. Let's let's go. Let's do it. This is the manga recap for chapter 33, Watch Out for Conveyor Belts. And uh, we start here at uh, at the Shinsengumi headquarters at night. And I guess uh, one of the uh, Shinsengumi members here, uh, Inayama, uh, I, I think that's his name. Uh, Inayama here is telling ghost stories, apparently, over a lamp to make himself look scary. And scaring the crap out of the Shinsengumi. Apparently it was a, it was a hot night just like uh, just like tonight the air was thick with mosquitoes and he was uh, he was shooting off fireworks with a friend and before he realized it it had grown pitch dark I and uh, he knew that he'd uh, get um, get bitched up by his mom so you know they went home and uh, they were clearing up the exploded fireworks that uh, they had been playing with but then he looked up towards the temple school it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty late, pretty pitch dark, you see. And up in the window of one of the school buildings was a woman in a red kimono, and she was she was looking right at him. Her presence startled him. And then uh, Iniyama says that uh, he felt he felt uh, uncomfortable under her gaze, apparently. So he asked her, "What are you doing here at this time of night?" And then as soon as soon as he had spoken. Uh, the woman apparently smiled and said, "There's not enough mayonnaise." <laughs> but th- that's not actually what she said because Hijikata interrupts the ghost story by complaining that there's not enough mayonnaise in the uh, in the Shinsugumi headquarters, and he scares the shit out of all the Shinsugumi troops. And uh, the troops just uh, they're just exclaiming, "Oh, Vice Chief, what the hell? You ruined the ending!" and Hijikata starts bitching at him right back, and he's like, "Oh, who cares? You know, we're out of we're out of mayonnaise. I I told you guys to buy some, didn't I? This yakisoba's no good without it." And they basically retort that um that he's already got too much mayonnaise on his plate, and that's not even not even yakisoba anymore. It's uh something else. It's yakigloppa. <laughs> and um and then apparently Kondo got so scared that he passed out, foaming and crying <laughs> from from the mouth. 
and uh, all the troops are like, oh no, the chief lost consciousness because of the mayonnaise tragedy. What a calamity! And they just start bitching and stuff about Kondo passing out, and Hijikaze just like, oh, this is so stupid. They're all they're all obsessed with these stupid ghost stories. It's stupid. And then, um, stupid. And then, uh, he I guess he goes to another room to eat his stuff. And he's just kind of muttering to himself still, oh, well, well, why would uh, why would anyone want to believe ghosts anyway? And um, he uh, smacks a mosquito on his neck and comments how there have been a lot of mosquitoes lately these days. And then um, Hichikata hears a, die, die, Hichikata, I'm begging you, please die for me. <laughs> and... I guess he gets so scared that he drops his uh, cigarette out of his mouth. And um, Hichikata's just like, no. No, it can't be. And he opens the door outside. And uh, what's going on outside, John? What I thought was going to happen. You got Hijikata outside, and all of a sudden, it's it's Okita with, with candles on his head, I think. Yeah, yeah. He's got candles, and Hijikata was like, what the hell are you doing here at this time of night? Okita goes uh, jogging. And <laughs> Hijikata goes, don't you lie to me. If you went jogging in that get-up, you'd be smoldering, smoldering on the side of the road by now. This is some kind of ritual, isn't it? You're preparing to ritualistically murder me, aren't you? And uh, Okita goes... Aren't you the egotist? If you keep thinking like that, you'll end up in an erotic too. And I'm not sure if you noticed, John. Uh, if you look around the picture, um, it's it's actually a like a it's like a doll made out of straw, like a voodoo doll. So I thought that was a funny detail. He goes, "Well, what are you?" And then uh, he notices something in the distance on top of a rooftop, and on a building in the distance, there's a guy, and he just kind of gets dilated pupils, and he looks over there, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and Okita goes, what's the matter, Hijikata? And then Hijikata goes, Sogo, did you see something over there just now? And Okita's like, nope, nada. I don't see anything. Hijikata <laughs> goes, well, sure, I saw something. And all of a sudden, there's a scream. There's a, there's a, there's a scream. Just, just, ah! Yes, there is. And then um, we get our title page. And this has probably got to be my favorite title page that we've seen so far. This is, this is a really great page. Like this is, The title page is literally literally if the Shinsengumi and the Odd Jobs trio switched clothes. So the Odd Jobs trio are in their, are in uh, Shinsengumi outfits, and then you have all the Shinsengumi characters in the Odd Jobs outfits. So you have um you have you have um you have Hichikata wearing Gin's um Yukata and um an undershirt, which uh he actually he he's really pulling it off there. it, it looks pretty good on him actually. And then um, Yamazaki is, of course, the Shinpachi, because he's just as bland. Uh, and then you have Kondo here, who uh, <laughs> is dressed up as Kagura. <laughs> I guess I guess the character popularity Paul Argus wasn't the first time he dressed up as Kagura. And then, uh, <laughs> and then you have... I wish Jasmine was on for this chapter, because I think she would have probably lost it at Okita as Sadaharu. He looks very weirdly cute. Actually, a little fun fact here... Uh, it's it's funny how Shinpachi is wearing a Shinsegumi uniform because the the person that uh, Shinpachi is based off of because um, I'm not sure if we talked about it too much on the podcast before but 
Um, a lot of the characters in Gintama are based off of real people in Japanese history. Um, uh, Shinpachi kind of sort of being one of them. His character and his design are very loosely based on um, on the real life Nakagura Shinpachi, who apparently was the uh, who apparently was the leader of the second uh, second division of the uh, Shinsengumi, which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, well, what do you, what do you think about that little tidbit there, John? Did you know that at all? No. Why would I know that? Well, I don't know. Maybe I just want to start conversation because that is kind of what a podcast is. <laughs> I still well, even if I don't know this. I think this is one of my favorites too. Just, just looking at it, it's just like, oh, this is cool. This is just cool. You can't say it's not cool. No, it it, it is pretty cool. It's also so some of these are really cute. Like even even Sadaharu is wearing a is wearing a Shinsengumi outfit, and he looks like he's ready to take names and kick people's ass. <laughs> I love this. He's like, what you looking at? What you looking at? What must be? He's like, he's like, how many pieces of bread have you eaten in your lifetime? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Uh, I I hate you so much, John. Uh, anyway, title page is really great. I wish Jasmine and Jay were here to see this one. I'll probably send it to them later and, and annoy them. But then we uh, we cut back to the chapter at hand, and we uh, we cut back to the Shinsugumi headquarters uh, during the daytime. And uh, apparently, according to uh, Okita, eighteen of the Shinsugumi's men have been uh, have been taken out. Wow. Uh, which, according to Okita, also that means half the half the squad has been struck down, and uh, Okita just comments on how eerie this is getting. And um, Hijikata says that there's no way he can allow this. And uh, imagine the Shinzagumi brought to its knees by a ghost. Everyone flat on their backs. It's mortifying. I I can't even tell anyone about this. It's, it's, it's a shame. This is so stupid. And then uh, <laughs> Kondo being Kondo tells Hichikata that, you know, he, he's different. He he only got struck down by bad mayonnaise. And <laughs> Hichikata's like, well, that's that's really not any better, Kondo. Please just just stop talking. Then the three of them, I'm assuming they're the only ones left. Probably. They're, they're sitting there at the table. And Okita goes, everyone's raving about a woman in a red kimono. Is that the woman from the ghost story Eniyama was telling? Hijikata goes, no, idiot, because there's no such thing as ghosts. Come off it. And Kondo goes, if you underestimate ghosts, you'll get yourself in serious trouble. Toshi, this building is cursed, I tell you. I bet it's haunted by really gnarly spirits. And Hijikata goes into all the fucking stupid bullshit. And then he thinks about the thing on the roof, and he's like, there's no such thing. (laughs) And Yamazaki comes out of nowhere. And he goes, Chief, I brought him just like you asked. And Kondo goes, great, good work, Yamazaki. Like always. He says, they found these exorcists downtown. I think I know who they are. See, I don't know I don't know about you, John, but I don't think we've ever seen these characters before. Uh, I, I, I might know who these are. They might come up in another arc. Really? Yeah, I, I think so too. But, but let, let, let's, let's continue with the story. All right. And... A man with a straw hat and a, and a cloth wrapped around his face goes, What seems to be the problem? And he just kind of goes, Who are these jackasses? Is this the circus in town? And Kano goes, No, I thought it'd be perfect for exercising our ghost. And he just kind of goes, Whoa, hold on a minute. You're joking, right? You think these idiots can... And uh, <laughs> the man with the straw hat goes, Oh, what's that on your back, brother? And then... <laughs> 
He go. Uh, he kind of goes. What? What are you saying? There's something on 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 my back. And he, um, he goes. He's he's done for with that on him. And then a purse. Uh, there's a um, woman with what, what kind of hat is that? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. It, it's kind of a, it's it's kind of a hat. It's it's like Oriental or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's just wearing an Oriental hat with sunglasses. And I think it's Hijikata that's talking. He goes, "What? Can I stab these jokers? Huh? Can I?" Yeah, they're basically just making fun of him. Kano goes, "Sensei, is there anything you can do for us? I'm too scared to even go to the toilet alone." And the person with the Oriental hat goes, "Leave it to us, gorilla." And Kano goes, eh, you just call me gorilla? You said, you said gorilla, di- didn't you? And then we cu- cut into the inside of this, uh, I guess, their little meeting room here. And uh, the, 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 the Shinsengumi here are meeting with these exorcists and just talking about what could possibly be haunting the headquarters. And um, basically the exorcists are just talking to them and saying stuff like, oh, uh, see, we, 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 took a ra- we took a look around uh, the compound and uh, I could feel the vibrations of a very powerful spirit around here, gorilla. And Kano's just like, you just called me a gorilla just now. I just heard you. I'm sure of it. <laughs> and uh, the man with the straw hat and the uh, the wrappings around his head says, okay, for starters, why don't we do an exorcism? This is going to cost you a pretty penny there, gorilla. And Kano's just like, oh, it's, it's getting to be a habit now. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> and Okita says, so, um, what kind of spirit are we talking about here, gorilla? And <laughs> Kano's like, oh, great, now he's getting into it, too. This is bullshit. And uh, the little girl here with the oriental hat uh, says that it's a, um, it's a factory foreman. And she gets knocked upside the head by the mummy guy here. <laughs> and uh, mummy guy goes, oh, um... I, I uh, sense the spirit of a factory foreman who got caught in a conveyor belt and croaked. And Kondo points out that um, everybody's been saying that they saw the ghost of a woman. And then the uh, other funny-looking exorcist with the big nose and glasses. <laughs> Gee, I just, I don't know who this could be. Uh, says, all right, well, actually, it's the spirit of a woman who committed suicide after being <laughs> told she resembled a factory foreman who got caught in a conveyor belt and croaked. And he kind of goes, well, that's, that explanation's kind of long. Um, why does a factory foreman, wh- what, is, what does this have to do with anything? And Mami Kai goes, oh, anyway, you over there, you're Yamazaki, right? And Yamazaki's like, well, what? Mami um, Kai tells Yamazaki that they're going to exercise the spirit from his body. And uh, they all gather around Yamazaki, and Yamazaki obviously is very concerned, um, questioning how they're going to exercise his body. And Mummy Guy replies that they're just going to kick the crap out of him, of course. Because, you know, that's how exorcisms work. And uh, Yamazaki, obviously very taken aback, goes, "Are you? what are you talking about? Anybody can do that! <laughs> <laughs> and uh oriental girl here uh knocks the wind out of him right in the gut and uh <laughs> mummy guy stands yamazaki's obviously not unconscious body up and um uh, shouts out yes just now it went into him a spirit went into him right here and <laughs> hichikata's like it's i think more the spirit went into him it looked more like a body blow went into him to me <laughs> <laughs> and um yamazaki's obviously possessed body not being held up by the oriental girl at all says no i went into him hey everybody this factory is gonna go bankrupt today but i will take full responsibility and uh 
Kondo, I think, goes, oh, it's the factory foreman after all! Yay! <laughs> and and then um, the Oriental girl asks, hey, wait, what Wait, what was the story again? And then they just start arguing, you idiot, it is a woman who got caught in a conveyor belt and croaked. And then um, Mr. Funny Glasses here goes, uh, there's no way a woman would ever get caught in a conveyor belt. Wait, conveyor belt? Wait, wait a minute, what, what, what type are we talking here? You see uh, that Ichikata and Kondo and Okita are all looking at this scene and they're like, I don't know about this. And they, uh, yeah, they they all argue, like you said, and they said, relax, just, just do an ordinary woman, okay? And then she's like, I can't do that. Playing an ordinary woman is the toughest type of acting there is. Then one of them goes, nobody's asking for that level of realism. And then they go, shut up, mummy, from Ra's tomb. Your costume is what's unrealistic. Uh-huh. What? This makes me look mysterious, doesn't it? And then <laughs> they go, oh, enough already. <laughs> Just be grateful we found a job. Hey, are you listening, you two? And they start fighting. And all the costumes come off, and they're revealed to be, obviously, Gintoki, Shimpachi, and Kagura. I did not see that coming, John. I don't know about you. And they're all stuck in the air with, with and they're, they're just stuck in the air in this great fighting pose, and they go, oops! <laughs> just, oops, and chirp, chirp. Birds in the background, chirp, chirp. And now they're all, they, uh, they all have their bodies tied into rope, and they're hanging on the upside down of a tree. And Kikichoki goes, we didn't mean any harm, we just didn't have any work, and... We, we thought we could get rich exercising ghosts since it's summer and all. We, we just had a little fun, isn't that right, Gin? And Gin's like, yeah, that's right. I've always been able to see spirits, so I just wanted to help people with my special talent. Uh, oh, for example, behind you, I see a really angry granny. And <laughs> ok- Okita goes, really? That must be the granny from the candy store. I faked the winning ticket to get ice pops lots of times, so granny was really mad at me. What should I do? And he goes up to the tree with them. And Gin goes, don't sweat it. She just says, if you let us go and give us some water, she'll forgive you. And Okita goes, is that so? That's a relief. Well, okay, have some water then. Drink up through your nose. <laughs> then he, then uh, Gin is like, ah, what's this nostalgic feeling? It's like when I almost drowned in the swimming pool when I was a kid. <laughs> so weird. Um, and then we... Uh... We have Kagura with a very sad-looking face going, Gin, my hair feels like it's going to explode. Like, bang, help. <laughs> help. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, Kintoki is, starts yelling at Okita, Hey, an innocent girl's head is about to explode. Is that okay with you, you bastards? This manga's going to end right here, you jerks. <laughs> and Okita... Turns turns himself to the audience, I guess, and um, says, uh, "Okay, fine. Next week we'll start a new manga, Shinsengumi: Wind of Blood Chronicles. Don't miss it." <laughs> and Shinpachi's like, "Oh, we are so gonna die, aren't we?" <laughs> and then um, they just start calling for help while Kondo and Hichikata just watch. And Kondo tells uh, Hichikata that it's it's been long enough. Let's just cut him down. Now, if you don't scram and uh, cut him down, Sogo is going to discover the joys of sadism. And Pichikata asks Kondo, what, he's, what are you talking about? He's he's already the biggest sadist we know. 
the genie's already out of the bottle on that one. I don't know what to tell you, Kondo. Wouldn't and, a genie come out of a lamp, though? Um, the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? No offense, John. I'm sorry. Uh, fine. <laughs> sorry, John. Um, and then um, they eventually get cut down from the tree. And they just they feel like shit because they've been hanging upside down. I'm sure all the blood's coming out from their head and going back through their body. It's a whole very horrible feeling. And uh, Hijikata comes up to him and says, you know, normally we'd beat you up and uh, cut you into strips, which is very violent. But it's Hijikata, and that's why we love him. But unfortunately, we don't have the time to deal with you now, so just just beat it. And... <laughs> Gintoki and Kagura just start mocking Hijikata, um, saying stuff like, oh, oh, scary ghost, giving you trouble. <laughs> and Kagura goes, oh, poor babies, want mommy to stand guard while you go potty. And Kondo takes offense to this and says, are you really killing a samurai? Just to, just escort me to the toilet already. And Hijikata's like, oh, you're asking her after all. Okay, this is, okay. And um, Kondo is escorted to the bathroom by by Kagura. And Kondo's like, uh, yeah, I've been needing to go for a while, but it's so scary. And Kagura's like, okay, okay, come with me, come with me. And Hichikata's just like, are you making a fool of yourself? You just want to live the rest of your life like that? Wait, hey, come back! And Hichikata begs Gin and Shinpachi to not tell anyone about what's going on, please. I'm begging you. And... Um, Gintoki's just like, oh, it sounds like you guys are in real trouble, or are you okay? And uh, Hichikata goes on to explain, or goes on to say that the situation is just so shameful that the entire squad is in the grip of a ghost hysteria. And if the enemy had a physical form, we could handle it with our swords, but if we can't fight, we're pretty much helpless. And Gintoki has the best fight, and he's like, what? I can't believe it. You believe in ghosts? Help, mommy. We got an head injury over here. And then he just kind of goes, you bastard, I swear I'll kill you one of these days. <laughs> and and uh, Okito's like, hey, what? Hijikata, did you see it too? A woman in a red kimono? And Hijikata goes, I can't tell for sure. But then he goes back to the roof with that thing on the roof. And he says, but I got this eerie feeling. I don't think that was a human being. <laughs> and it just goes back to Kentoki. And Kentoki goes, I am scared, daddy! And Okita goes, bring me a band-aid big enough to wrap around a whole person if you can. And Ichikata goes, you bastard, did you rehearse this or something? (laughs) 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 Sorry, go ahead. And then Gintoki goes, a woman in a red kimono. Hmm. I've heard that ghost story too. And then he goes to explain. It's uh, Shinpachi, by the way, I'm sorry. Yeah, he, um... Yeah, it goes on to Shimpachi, and he says, At the temple school I used to go to, that story got passed around a lot, and it gets everyone's attention as they look at him, somehow. And he goes, mm, now, now, now how do they go again? Don't dribble on the seat, okay? Oh, shit. Okay, it's actually in a room now. Now we cut to Kagura and Kondo, and Kagura goes, Don't dribble on the seat, okay? And Kondo's like, Just wait right there. I'm begging you. Just wait for me. <laughs> and... Shinpachi goes, after twilight, after school, at twilight, after school, students were playing on the grounds and cuts to the toilet. And then Kondo's on the toilet. And then Shinpachi says, it was a school building that no one was supposed to be in. And Kondo goes on to say, boy, there sure are a lot of mosquitoes lately. And then he goes, oh! 
yes. And then he goes, uh, because he he feels uh he feels a presence behind him because there's a person behind him watching him in the stall. What a fucking creep. I, I know, this is so creepy. Like, if you look really closely, like, the face is all scrunched up and shit. It's kind of... <laughs> it's so funny looking. It's like a potato or something. <laughs> Just... <laughs> He's like, I wet you, poop. Yeah, it looks really strange. It's really strange. And that's just probably because it's really small, but still. The, meanwhile, Shinpachi is uh, continuing his story, saying that the student came across a woman in a red kimono, and when he asked her what she was doing, and before Shinpachi could finish his story, we hear Kondo scream, Ah! That's, that, wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't a scream, but okay. Um, and then they dash to the bathroom, and uh, we have Kagura knocking on the uh, bathroom door and going, Hey, gorilla, what's wrong? You get caught in your zipper? And Gintoki asks Kagura what happened, and Kagura tells Gintoki that he got caught in the zipper. Uh-huh. And uh, Hijikata kicks down the stall door. Does a karate kick, like, hi Yes, he, he, <laughs> he uh, karate kicks the door down, and um, only to find Kondo with his head in the toilet and his pants <laughs> down so you can see part of his butt cheeks. And they're just like, how did he end up like that? That's just weird. Only Kondo. That's weird. And uh, that's that's the end of that chapter. So um, cliffhangers. Yes, cliffhangers. A very kind of anticlimactic cliffhanger, but it's it's Kondo. So, did you have any thoughts on this chapter at all so far? There was a lot of Hijikata. That's good. All right. I did not know where you were going with that, but. Yes, there was a lot of Hijikata in this. There's just a lot of them not being so... Like, a lot of them make jokes together, and they got along. They're just like, ha let's make fun of everyone. Yeah, basically. I thought this chapter was pretty funny. Um, I mean, it's it's always good to see more, uh, I guess, banter between the Ajabs and the Shinsengumi. Um, I think Okita had probably had a lot of the funnier moments in the chapter, though. Yeah, always stealing the show. Yeah, he, he really is. Uh, like I, I think my favorite moment in this chapter with him, like I, I, I like him pouring water down Gintoki's nose and him trying to steal the spotlight, like trying to steal the manga, and him trying to kill Hichikata and stuff like that. I thought and that then was he was all... trying to kill Gintoki. He almost got away with it too. Yeah, I know. And I also like how he joins Gintoki in making fun of Hichikata. I thought like I think this chapter is like the start of Gintoki and Okita's kind of sort of weird relationship where okita seems to kind of respect gintoki in a way he doesn't respect hijikata i guess like he likes to mess with gintoki but he's still kind of like hey that guy's kind of cool i know him or whatever (laughs) i know him (laughs) i know him he's cool whatever (laughs) i mean it's it's the start of it we we don't really get to see that more until like way later but yeah I, i just wanted to make note of that um yeah this this chapter was funny though i liked it it's a good first half, I think. Did you have any more thoughts on the chapter, John? No. All right. Um, I guess we should go on to the next recap. Ah. All right. This is the manga recap for chapter 34. Guys with inferiority complexes get big jobs done. And uh, you can start us off here, John. 
It starts off with Kondo sweating in the bed. I think he's asleep and having a nightmare. And he says, Ah, the woman in the red kimono is... Oh, she's, she's coming. She's coming this way. Erk! And then... Okita goes, Kondo, pull yourself together, please. Talking in his sleep at his age, too. And Kitoki goes, well, you know, he's probably dreaming of a woman he made cry a long time ago. And then Hijikata goes, a woman would have made him cry, but uh, he, he's never made a woman cry. <laughs> Okita headlocks Kondo, and he says, so that must be it, then. A woman who made him cry once has come back to complain some more. I don't recollect ever meeting a woman who has met him that evil. Who who was that evil? And he starts just headlocking and trying to kill Kondo. <laughs> and I, somebody says, what then? And somebody else says, heck if I know. All I can say is this building is definitely sort of haunted. And it cuts off to a really dark and scary headquarters. And, and then the chapter starts. And then Gintoki, it cuts to Gintoki picking his nose. And Shippachi goes, so it really is a ghost after all. And he goes, eh? Uh, me, I, I don't believe in ghosts or any unscientific phenomena. I do believe that the lost continent... I do believe in the lost continent of all, though. And Gintoki shakes Kagura's head. He's, he's rubbing his boogers on Kagura's hair. Oh. Yes. That's really not gross. <laughs> yes, totally not gross at all. Gintoki continues to say, I can't deal with this bull crap. Come on, you guys, we're leaving. And Shibachi goes, yeah. Gintoki, Shimpachi, and Kagura hold hands, and Shimpachi goes, what's this about? And Gintoki goes, what do you mean? I thought you guys were scared, so I'm comforting you. Do you got a problem with that? And Kagura goes, Gin, your hands are all sweaty and gross. <laughs> I, love how, I love how sad she looks. She's like, get off of me. Ah, oh, my boogers. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hijikata and Okita look back at them in interest. And Okita goes, hey, the lady, the lady in the red kimono. And Kitoki breaks the door down. And Kagura and Shimpachi go, what? And... They walk in, and Gintoki's on the floor, and they go, what are you doing, Gin? And he goes, ah, uh, I thought, uh, the, thought the entrance of the Lost Continent was, uh, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and Okita is like, oh, say, tough guy, you aren't, uh, you aren't by any chance afraid of ghosts, are you? And, uh, Gintoki goes, what are you trying to say? I ain't afraid of no ghost. Ghostbusters! No. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, Okita turns to make a comment to Hichikata when he notices Hichikata is trying to hide in a giant face. <laughs> His light's sticking out. And um, Okita asks Hichikata, hey, uh, what are you doing in there? And Hichikata goes, oh, I uh, I thought the entrance to the Kingdom of Mayonnaise was over here. And Ikagari and Shinpachi and Okita just kind of look at them both. And then they... <laughs> like, they're like, that, that's not funny. <laughs> and, then they, and then they walk away. <laughs> um, that part in the anime. Well, we'll get we'll get to that when we get to that. But oh, uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, Gintoki goes, "Go wait, 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 wait! Uh, you got it all wrong. This dude here might be afraid, but I'm not." And Hichikata argues that he he is the one who's afraid, and I just got an urge to return to the womb is all, which is a very <laughs> weird thing to say. It's a really weird thing to feel. Yes, and um, Kagura's like, "Okay, I get it already. You go to the continent of Mu." Or the Kingdom of Mayonnaise, or whatever. I don't care. You're a bunch of idiots. And, uh, 
both Hijikata and Gin are like, how dare you look on look down upon us with those glazed eyes of yours? And um, Kagura is all like, oh, what? And now everybody's just confused. And uh, they're like, what? Uh, if you're trying to scare us, again, just forget it. We're not going to fall for the same trick twice. And uh, the three uh, the three kids, their eyes are just, they're, they're dilated because they look scared. Um, it's like they've seen a ghost. <laughs> and um, they're just like, hey, come on, taking this joke too far. And then, they, and then the three of them just run away, screaming. <laughs> and Gintoki is like, man, they really put a lot of effort into this. And Hijikata is like, oh, these stupid kids. And they're like, oh, who would fall for that? And then uh, what's happening on the next page, John? Next page, they turn around and a face really just open mouth upside down bloodshot eyes scariest thing you that was in this manga comes in out of nowhere <laughs> and Kitoki goes good good evening and it cuts off to Shinpachi running away really fast and he goes I saw it it was real it was real Garen <laughs> forget about them they're doomed and as as Okita runs away with them and then there's a boom, and then Shipachi goes, what? And then he's like, oh, th- they made it. And they're running really fast, too. <laughs> and then he goes, wait, no, no, wait a minute. They're carrying it! They're carrying the woman! Oh, God! And they <laughs> run, they're running away really fast, and they're like, no, come back! <laughs> and Shipachi goes, whoa, 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 whoa! Whoa, 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 whoa! And... Okito says, get away! And they're just having this really nice runaway scene. Then Hijikata's like, hey, why are you guys running away? Come back! And Kentoki's like, wait a minute. Do you feel something kind of heavy? Is I think there might be something. We got something on, we so got something on our backs. Take a look, see, will you? Come on, something's on us, I tell you. And Hijikata's like, ah, no way, not me. And uh, Gintoki replies, no, really, there's something riding on us, something really heavy. And they basically just keep arguing and tell each other to take a look uh, because they're both too afraid to look on their backs. And uh, and uh, Hichikata goes, okay, on three, we'll both look behind us at the same time. And Gintoki goes, you asshole, you better look then. No cheating, you better look. And one, two, three, they look, and the woman is still behind them. And they tell it good evening because that was the joke earlier. And then they both, you can hear them screaming, in the background while uh, the three kids here hide in one of the cellars. And uh, uh, I, I'm guessing Shinpachi here is like, oh, they've had it this time. They've definitely had it. Game over, man, game over. And uh, Okita's like, check it out. Now I'll finally get promoted to the vice chief. <laughs> <laughs> and Shinpachi's like, this is not the time to be saying these, these kind of things. That's really tacky, Okita. Real nice. And, uh, Okita's like, oh, hey, anybody got a light? It's kind of dark in here. Oh, cool, I found some uh, mosquito repellent. And Shinpachi's like, that incest that, that incest that repels mosquitoes? Why do you have that on you? And Kagura basically is like, oh, Shinpachi, did, did Gin die? Is he dead? And um, Okita's just holding the mosquito repellent and saying, oh, well, actually, I once tried to summon an evil spirit, so Hichikata would die. Uh, maybe this one's left over from back then. And Shinpachi's like, how dark is your soul, man? I mean, what's going on? And um, Kagura 
is like, hey, are you the root of all evil, you bastard? I'll avenge Gintan. And Shinpachi's like, come on, guys. There's not enough room in here for that. Knock it off. And they're fucking... And then, uh, and then Shinpachi is just like, well, why is it that whenever you two hang out, it's, it's like this? And you see Okita and Kagura fighting and stuff, and it's really cute. I'm just going to ignore what you said there, John, because that's going to get, that's just going to feel the shippers. <laughs> so anyway, what's next, John? Uh, Shinpachi goes to look into a door. He opens it just a little bit, and he sees this creepy face. He's just looking down at him, just, mm. and then he screams his face off, and there's tears coming out of his eyes. And he goes, demon! Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he goes on the ground and bends his knees and just shoves both Okita and Kagura's face into the ground so they bow to. And Shinpachi goes, you jerks! Apologize, damn it! If you apologize with all your heart, it'll sense it. It'll go away. And uh, Fauci goes, well, let's, we'll, we'll lick the soles of your shoes. Anything, really. Just, just let's go. Please, sorry. Right, forgive us. If you'd be... Uh, please, terrible. Uh, what? Uh, what? Oh, oh, uh, she, she's gone. <laughs> and he stands back up and he goes, how come... Question mark. And he sees something coming out of that mosquito repellent that Okita is holding on to. He's smoke. And uh, cuts back to the outside of the headquarters and there's like a from the mosquitoes all around yeah and then um gintoki and hichikata come out of their hiding places and they're like i'll oh, shut up with the stupid sound effects already <laughs> and i guess hichikata was hiding in the pond and gintoki is hiding in the bushes and then they just look at each other and gintoki is all like oh so you're alive after all huh and hichikata replies yeah you're you're an amazingly lucky guy yourself and they're like oh so where'd that thing go and hichika's like oh i don't know after the others probably and kentoki tries to make himself look cool and he's like oh they ran away huh well while we were getting chased back there the whole time i was giving it my badass look i guess it worked and hichika's just like oh my god shut up you're not cool <laughs> and uh <laughs> I'm trying to notice that he kind of has a lily pad on his head. Yes, and and I love how Gintoki's wearing bushes he's wearing, on his head. He's wearing a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Hichikata uh, tries to do the same thing, making himself look cool, saying, Oh, me! The whole time we were being chased, I was pinching that thing. <laughs> and then they hear a noise, and then they both hide in the <laughs> pond, only to be scared by a frog. And they're like, Are you fucking kidding me? That, co- that frog's got black eyes, and doesn't even appear. He's just... Ribbit, motherfucker. <laughs> ribbit. Yeah, he's 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 probably just like ribbit. This be my pound. Ribbit. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Gintoki is just like, so now that we've had a nice swim and we're all refreshed, I think it's about time we went on the offensive. And Hijikata goes, oh, don't knock yourself out. Your voice is quivering. I'll take I'll take I'll take care of that thing. You go you go lie down, princess. And Kentucky is like, oh, you're the one who's 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 scared. I mean, you you went you went to all the trouble of hiding in a pond because you already wet your underpants, didn't you? Hichikata goes, oh yeah. Well, how about I exercise you before I go work on that ghost? You know, I'm taking a lot of crap from you, and I think it's about time for your payback. And Kentucky's just like, uh, oh, did I did I lend you something? Yeah, forget it. It's yours. I've already bought a new game console anyway, so I don't need that old one anymore. And uh, they they hear a 
big, uh, they hear a bunch of buzzing in the background, and they both go, shut up already, and what's making that buzzing noise, John? And the lady with the red kimono has, like, big, huge mosquito wings and a long-ass tongue, and it just cuts to a black background with Hichikata and Gotoki frozen in just fear. <laughs> just, ah! <laughs> and then it cuts back to the headquarters again in suspense. And he just kind of goes, yep, I thought. Or is it Shinpachi? Yeah, Shinpachi. And then he goes, this person, and this person, and then all these people, too. All these people were hit by the ghost, have they? And they've got all huge mosquito bites. And uh, then it cuts back to the creepy-ass woman, and Kitoki goes, that's no ghost. And he just kind of goes, hey, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? It's flying, for heaven's sake. And Kitoki goes, well, what? Are you scared? <laughs> you scared? And he just kind of goes, don't be st- stupid. I, I, you think I am, huh? <laughs> and then um, Gintoki stands up and he goes, okay, fine then. Okay, you be like that. You you be the bait. And I'll, um, you know, do something. <laughs> and... Hijikata's like, um, no, you, you do what? Escape? Are you planning on running away, you fucking jerk? And he's like, no, no, no way, man. I'll shoot it with a bazooka. And Hijikata as where are you going to find a bazooka? Because obviously none of the Shinsugumi have bazookas, so that's a really stupid question. But I'm sorry. Anyway. But then um, Gintoki replies that everybody's got a bazooka in their heart. <laughs> Which makes no sense, but it's funny. Um, and then, and then um, Hichikata grabs Gintoki and says, "I'm not gonna let I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna let go of you of all people. Uh, let you of all people run away. That's for sure." And he's like, "Oh, well, what are you doing?" And Gintoki uh, is obviously being lifted up, and then the the woman flying towards them is like, "Oh shit!" And 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 I don't. Do you know what this move's called? I think there's a name for this move and i don't know what it's called i don't know how the fuck he executed it so well because because they do this move a lot in the show he just pulls his body upward and then swings him behind him i think or no he doesn't do that he he puts it up he, he picks kentoki up and then he hits kentoki's head with the woman's head and i have no idea i've never seen that before unless it's like a pile driver i it, it might be i don't know i'm sh- i know i know there's a move for it i just i just didn't know what it was but yeah, Gintoki's head conks into her head. Yeah, Hijikata basically lifted him up and bent his back far enough to where Gintoki hit the woman in the head and basically collided. And uh, Hijikata is all like, oh, running away from an enemy goes against the Bushido principles. You better study the code again from scratch. And then Gintoki picks up the, picks up the unconscious woman. And uh, throws it against Hichikata and goes, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then uh, they crash and Kintoki spits like a badass. And he's like, well, you're a hundred years too late to be teaching me the samurai way, asshole. And and Hichikata's just like, oh, my head. And they're just both laying there unconscious. And he's like, oh, what? And then... Uh, well, what what goes on in these next two pages, John? I think the woman says, um, yeah, there's a, the woman's still scary looking, except she's upside down. She goes, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm in a manto, similar to what you'd call on Earth, 
a mosquito. And he, she says, recently my, my boss knocked me up, so I need to store up enough energy to bear my child. And he, she says, my, my boss has a family, and so I've decided to raise the child on my own. While searching for blood, I found the group of hot-blooded men. I thought that was a great opportunity. Really, I'm very sorry. I just wanted to get strong. I just wanted to be able to raise a child. And Kondo says, excuse, you could, excuse me, but could you please stop making that horrible face? <laughs> then it cuts to Hijikata sitting on the porch of the headquarters. He goes, man, Ghost of Mosquito, it's still a major pain in the ass, that's for sure. Uh, Hijikata goes, you're the one. No. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, Hijikata says, you're the one who's a pain in the butt, since Kentoki said that, actually. I told you I wasn't going to pay any fee, so get lost. And Kentoki goes, hey, a single blow from me solved your whole problem. Or have you forgotten already? And Hijikata goes, what are you talking about? It was my original attack that saved the day. If you hadn't been there, I could have handled this all by myself. And Kentucky was like, yeah, you sure talk big, but when you're shaking it, you were shaking in your you <laughs> you, you were shaking in your bee. You were shaking in your bee. It looks like he's about to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> you were shaking in your boots. Who would believe the terrifying vice chief scared of ghosts? Chad was like, no, I wasn't scared. I was just startled. There's a big difference. You, on the other hand, were totally frightened. He kind of says, aw, I knew what you were planning. I just was following along. I live for danger. Let's do it again sometime. Uh, how about it? And cuts off to Kagura, who gets on the bench and startles them. And she says, Gan, it's time for me to go. What, what, what are you guys doing? And they instantly fl- fly under the bench, and they're, they're frightened of everything. And they're like, oh, it's just, I, 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 I lost my contacts. Yep. <laughs> And that was the end of chapter 34. So, yeah. Um, uh, what did you think of this chapter, John? Oh, it was funny. Hmm. Ejikata and Kintoki being scared was hilarious. Uh, so, uh, which 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 of these chapters did you think was funnier? Because I actually... I'm sorry? 34. Really? Because I, um, I actually thought last chapter was a little funnier. I just like... I, I just like the interactions between Hijikata and Gentoki. They just work so well. I, I, I do too. It's real it's a real shame Jay isn't on for this episode because she she lives for this kind of thing. Like every other girl in Japan, again Gin and Hijikata are her OTP and all that shipper <laughs> junk shipper language. I don't know. Junk. <laughs> shipper language. Um Yeah, I actually I actually thought last chapter was a little funnier, but I mean I thought, th- th- I mean, this chapter was funny, just not as funny as l- the last one. But I-, I do agree. I, I like the interactions between Gin and Hichikata too, because they they both have really funny banter between the two of them, and, and it and it makes it, it makes for a really good comedy. I think they're both, uh, I think they're both really. Uh, uh, would you would you consider them to have a bit of a rivalry there? Yeah, they're competitive. Very. Uh, what what do you think on, on about the story overall? Like like these two chapters as a whole, I guess. I think it was such a letdown that it ended up just being in a monto, but it was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Yeah. It, 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 enjoy these early Amonto designs while you can, because they're the best you're going to get. Because hmm. 
Sirachi at some point just kind of stops drawing Amanto, <laughs> <laughs> e- even though they they kind of make up uh, uh, the setting of the of the story, I guess. But but yeah, I I, I remember when I first watched uh, the anime episode for this, I didn't really know what I was expecting, but it makes sense that it would be an Amanto because that's just kind of the explanation for a lot of this stuff. Um, in my opinion, but and it's not bullshit because you don't know. You just don't know. Like things just come out of nowhere. You never know, like where they're from and who they are. Every planet that like mosquitoes, big giant mosquito monsters could be normal on one planet. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought the story was okay. I mean, I don't know. It was a story. I thought it was it was a typical uh, two chapters again, Tama. There wasn't really anything special about it, but it was overall it was pretty funny. And um, again, the the interactions between the odd jobs and the Shinsengumi um, always make for a great chapter. Always make for a great comedy. Still doesn't beat the uh, the, the cherry blossom viewing chapter. No, I was just thinking about that. The, the 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 cherry blossom viewing chapter was was a better example of odd jobs versus Shinsengumi, in my opinion. Yeah. But but I think, like I said last chapter, there there are a lot of really funny moments, like. Um, like like the odd jobs being tied to tied to the tree upside down and Okita torturing the hell out of them and Okita and Gintoki ganging up on Hijikata and stuff like that that made that made these two chapters pretty funny. But uh, I guess I don't I don't think you were here, John, when I started doing this. But uh, like I said like I said the J last uh, episode, I'm I'm trying to do this thing now where we actually try to come up with a moral to the story because the the because the, the, the podcast is kind of called Life Lessons. So, do you think there's a moral to the story, to this particular story? And if so, John, what is it? But don't be afraid of ghosts, because ghosts don't exist. Okay, that's almost better than mine, because I was going to give a cop-out answer and say, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Wow! Yes. Uh, but... Franklin Roosevelt would just be, like, suing the fuck out of you. <laughs> well, um, well, I... I would hope he has better things to do than 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 listen to a podcast about Gintama. Yeah. So, yeah. I I don't know what else to say to that. Um I guess uh you guys out there listening to this should buy Gintama Volume 5 and the rest of the series on Amazon or on Right Stuff. I I did just recently check on the Right Stuff website cuz the last time I checked a lot of the volumes were out of stock, but the last time I checked, I think like a couple of days ago, uh, they at least have Volume 5 in stock. So I'll leave a link to both Amazon or Write Stuff, uh, which, whichever one you guys prefer. Uh, personally, I prefer Amazon just because I, I, I just, that's just kind of my go-to. It's just my default. Either buy the series on Amazon or Write Stuff, or you should tweet to Viz at Viz Media on Twitter and tell them that you want to be able to read Gintama digitally on vizmanga.com if you tell them enough uh eventually they'll probably add it um not sure if they'd pick up the series again from volume 23 but they could at least put up what they've already released on the website that would be cool at least and when that happens i will probably uh i will probably double dip on a lot of the manga because i want the series to make some money so so yeah um i guess we should go on to the next segment john okay
Right, this is the Life Lessons segment. Uh, we're going to be covering two chapter titles, obviously, starting with uh, Lesson 33, Watch Out for Conveyor Belts. And uh, I don't know about you, John, but if you ever go to a factory, I think you should really keep this in mind. Yeah. Because conveyor belts are pretty dangerous. Or no, you know what? I'm so silly. I was thinking of I was thinking of gears. Gears are not the same things as conveyor belts. But but I guess I guess you could still get clothing caught in conveyor belts, or you could like accidentally get on a conveyor belt and just uh, run the opposite way the conveyor belt's going and just never be able to get off like an escalator. Yeah. That'd be really silly. So um. How do you think this relates to the chapter, John? The uh, conveyor belt? What, what was the title again? Watch out for conveyor belts. Well, yeah. I mean, you should. Because, you know, if, if you don't, then this chapter will fucking happen. You know, John, that was so philosophical, I don't even understand what it means. <laughs> which I really think speaks to how philosophical it really is. Because if, if people didn't have to die like that, then the job jobs wouldn't know that you could die like that. Therefore, they wouldn't come up with the story of people dying like that. So it's basically because of these dead people that the odd jobs are scamming people into yes. thinking they're exorcists. Yeah. Yes. Oh wow, that that's that's I totally agree with you, John. Yeah. I think it relates to the chapter because the odd jobs just happened to make up a story about this, and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. It's really simple. Yeah, it's one of those someone else besides Sirachi probably came up with those. So not that great. And then uh, I guess we'll move on to uh, lesson 34. Guys with inferiority complexes get big jobs done. Here we go. So how true is this, John? Well, I mean, it depends. Because it, it, it's not like a hidden thing where it just sounds silly. It just It's just a statement where it's like, oh, okay, if, that, if that's what you think. Because, hmm. I mean, that's, that's, that's usually not the case because people with inferiority complexes have low self-esteem and they don't want to get anything done. Hmm. But, I mean, I would like to think that even people with um, these complexes at some point want to rise to the occasion and uh, maybe get shit done. Well, yeah, because if they find something, like, there's one, there's Luigi with Mario. <laughs> no, seriously, the, the, the character Luigi is described as being in Mario's shadow all the time, and he has an inferiority complex. And he's always trying to be better than Mario, and that's why he's like, I want my own game all the time. And so he gets shit done so that he can be like, yeah, fuck you. Because, you know, when he gets captured in Luigi's Mansion, Luigi's like, oh, I'm scared. But I'm going to save my brother Mario, and I'm going to rub it in his face when we all done. <laughs> huh. as, as silly as that is, that is kind of true, though. So do you think this chapter title is referring to anyone in particular, it's hard to describe reading the chapter now. Like, I, I didn't see any things about people being inferior. Unless, you know what? I get it. What? I, I get it. I, I It just clicked. It was Gintoki and Hijikata. They were both like, who's superior? I don't have an inferiority complex. You were scared. No, you were scared. No, you were scared. Fuck you. And they were both fighting each other on who was better. And they both got the job done because they kept fighting over it. Well, I mean, Hijikata did. And then, well, they both did because Kentoki dealt the damage, but Hijikata came up with the plan. So they both got it done, even though they were both inferior. Holy shit, John. I, it, I can't believe I didn't think about it like that. That's really simple, actually. So I, I, was, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, just in terms of their character 
in in the long run. But yeah, I guess I guess this this chapter title really does make sense for this particular chapter because it was kind of it, it really was just kind of like staring at us in the face like, hey, this is happening. This is happening. And we're just like, oh, well, I don't get it. What's happening? <laughs> but yeah, that, that that really does make a lot of sense. Because Gin, Gin and Hijikata, whenever they're together, always have to, like, one-up each other. Yep. Because they're, they're constantly in competition with each other, and that's just, that's just how they interact with each other. That's, that's basically their entire relationship. But yeah, that's... Damn. I, see, every time I do this fucking segment, I always think that there's, like, some kind of broader meaning to a lot of these chapter titles when when i find out oh it's actually a lot simpler than you think colton um you're really stupid you should i can't believe you didn't think about this before um what is wrong with you not really but uh i i hate this segment sometimes uh so i love it i'm always right <laughs> well <laughs> well john i'm i'm glad i'm glad that you like doing this segment and for very humble reasons too yeah definitely so um I mean, not 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 that it's not useless to ask now, I guess, but does the chapter title make sense? Of course. Okay, I agree as well. So, yeah, guys, if you happen to have any, uh, I guess, your own theories about what these particular chapter titles mean, or uh, uh, whether it be these two, uh, any other chapter titles we covered in the past, or chapter titles we haven't covered yet, any chapter title, if you have any theory on any of these chapter titles whatsoever... I'd really like you guys to send your thoughts in an email to gintolifelessons at gmail.com because I would – I'm going to start encouraging that more because if anybody has any thoughts, I'd really like to – I really like to see what other people think about these chapter titles and what they really mean to the series or or I guess to, to the particular situation going on because uh, I would find those very interesting. Even if they're as simple as fuck, I still like to read what other people have to say about these kind of things. But anyway, yeah, I guess we should uh, go on to the next segment, John. I mean, we're not done. This is the anime manga comparison segment for episode 20 of the anime. Not a lot of um, implied filler here, as I like to call it, unlike the last episode of anime I covered on the podcast here. This this episode has a special place in my heart, mostly because uh, there's, there's just like a string of episodes in season one that I remember you, me, and Jasmine all watched together where we just constantly laughed our asses off. Yeah, I think this was one of the first ones. Yeah, yeah, this was definitely one of them because I remember the Panty Thief episode was one. Yeah. Um, and then I think there was an episode. Uh, there, there, there were like th- I think there were like three episodes we watched in a row. It was that one, this one, and it was another one, but I'm forgetting the third one. But this this was a really funny episode to watch uh, the first time around. Uh, so something something I really like. Uh, I guess I was gonna bring it up at the end, but I might as well just bring it up now. I feel like the performance and timing of a lot of the voice actors in this episode are especially great because like within the beginning where Hijikata's sitting in another room away from the ghost stories and trying to smoke a cigarette and you hear 
um, what turns out to be Okita trying to curse Hichikata. And it's 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 little things like when Hichikata opens the door and Okita is in the middle of his chant that he just instantly stops. Like he's like, <laughs> Basically, the comedic timing is really great in this episode because because the voice actors know when to when when i guess when to sound like they're being interrupted for the sake of the joke and and stuff like that and uh yeah there was a lot of that this episode uh see what else did i notice um i i noticed how okita when he's drowning in toki uh with the water it's actually soda i guess in the anime but what makes it even funnier is that his can looks like a Coca-Cola can, so it's very heavily implied that Hokita is drinking Coca-Cola, and I thought that was funny. Product placement. It's also, uh, this is kind of far-fetched, but do you remember what Coca-Cola used to be used for? Um, I think I do, but re- refresh my memory. It used to be green, and it was actually a medicine. It actually cured patients from something that uh, they had. Like, they were taking a pill, or they were taking a drink, and it was like depriving them of stuff and when they drank coca-cola they had to put blood sugar back into their system and it cured a lot of people is is that a, is that a real thing or yeah yeah huh. back in the day it used to be medicine i did not know that at all that is completely new information to me so it's funny how he's killing people with things that help huh that's interesting i didn't know that but th- then there are also other little things that i noticed like uh when kagra and kondo are near the bathroom and Kondo Kondo hesitates for a second, but then Kagura like pats him on the butt like a kid, like, Go on, get in there, get in there. And I just I thought stuff like that was kind of cute. Um so this is another instance of how great the timing is in this episode. I know we've mentioned it on the podcast a lot before and how I couldn't wait to talk about this. I think when I watched it with you and Jasmine, it was like the third or fourth time I had watched the episode or something. And I remember it was when uh, Gintoki and Hichikata are trying to hide from the woman in red, but she's not actually there because Okita was fucking with them. And they find out how scared they actually are. And you have that scene where the three the three kids, basically, uh, Kagura, Shinpachi, and Okita, I mean, all like turn around and walk away from the two of them. It's This scene is a lot funnier in the anime. Oh, yeah, it is. I remember, I did not notice this until you brought it up, where you started laughing your ass off and I got really confused. And you were like, go back, go back. And I'm like, what, what? I don't, okay, I guess I'll go back. And you were like, just watch, just watch the scene. And I, and it wasn't until then that I noticed that when they turn around, they don't animate them turning around. It's literally one frame from one frame to another. First frame, you see them standing in front of uh, Gintoki and Hichikata, just glazed look in their eyes like, what the fuck? And then, and then next, they just shift. And the, <laughs> They just shift to the next frame, and it's great. Like the, it's 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 little things like that that I, I that make me really like the anime a lot. Yeah. Like it's so stupid to say almost, but that's actually probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire anime because it's just so it's such a stupid detail, but I love it because it because it's uh, it really shows how much impact and how much comedy you could pull off and just with with one less frame of animation, no less, and it's great. But yeah, I can't believe we t- we we're, we're taught we've been talking about that scene for so much. Um, anyway, and Shinpachi making uh, Okita and Kagura bow down was a lot funnier because 
he he literally takes the both of them and just keeps he he literally just keeps banging their head on <laughs> <laughs> it's so great and then just a bunch of other things like hichikata trying to light a cigarette uh after he jumps out of the pond but he's wet so his cigarettes his cigarette is wet his lighter is wet and he's wet so that doesn't work cuz he's an idiot and then um at the very end I think at the very end of the episode after the credits, because obviously earlier we had the um, there's not enough mayonnaise joke when Hichikata interrupts the troops uh, scary stories, which is a great scene in the anime, by the way. Kazuya Nakai really pulled off that line read. Uh, Jesus. Uh, but it, it's what makes it funnier is that he, there's like this little five second scene where Hichikata looks very content, and he he he's holding his same plate of yakisoba with even more mayonnaise, and he just he sounds so happy when when he says we have enough mayonnaise. Mayonnaise got I don't know, like it's stuff like that that make me think that uh the, the voice acting in this episode was is was especially spot on in my opinion and i think uh, this might give away my uh my verdict i guess but whatever i i think i think a lot of these things made the anime episode a lot more enjoyable to watch um i don't know did did you did you have any thoughts on this episode at all john did you do you remember this episode at all well of course even though I, even though it's like the first thing I ever saw, it's what was just like, oh, this is good anime. <laughs> it's the one episode that got me into it because I thought the episode, I thought the show was going to do a lot more of that, just like things I haven't seen before, like the no turning animation. Um, and, and how 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 true how true, um, has has that been uh, thus far? And I, for those who don't know, John isn't. Uh, John's like halfway through season two, I think, at this point. Just because we don't, either we don't have the time to watch it, or John just doesn't feel like marathoning it, or whatever. Yeah. Does, does does that does that still hold true for you? Like, does does the show still does the still does the still does, does the show the still show for you? Does 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 I guess does the show still hold that um, that? I'm really fucking up on my words. I'm sorry. Is the show still unpredictable? I guess. Does it still surprise you? Um. Yeah, but the the. But I never know what it's going to have, and most of the time when there's, like, a dramatic episode, I'm just sitting there going, come on, where's the funnies? <laughs> I, I thought you liked the more dramatic Well, I mean, Gintama's a comedy show, and that's what I expect to see, and they do drama very well, but then there's times where it's like, come on already. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not the only one I've seen say that about the show, because I, I see people legitimately complain about how they don't like how... Gintama gets all dramatic but the thing is usually I'd agree but I think the show does a really good job of transitioning between comedy and drama and to to me it never feels forced but that that's just my opinion I'm not sure how you feel yeah that's why I'm always afraid it's just like is this going to be an episode I don't want to watch hmm. I don't know I, 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 like, I see where you're coming from, but I guess I can't agree, because I never had that problem. Because when I first started watching the show... The thing is, I don't either. Every time, I'm afraid of it being a boring episode, but every time, it's a good episode. So, so you don't remember a bad episode of Gintama thus far? Well, not really. I'm always like, oh, this is a good episode. I mean, it's just hard to get into it. But once I'm in the flow of watching an arc, I'm going to watch the arc all the way through. Um, But anyway... 
So, do you prefer the anime or the manga this time around? Um, obviously the manga because it did the animation. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, are you are you screwing with me or? Yes, I'm fucking you. I like the anime. God. Okay, I actually couldn't tell. You sounded really serious. <laughs> I was like, wait. Like you, like, you sounded like, yeah, Colton, that makes sense, right? Colton, you're stupid if you don't think that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> two plus two is five, idiot. Actually, two plus two is 22, you fucker. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, for the past couple of episodes, I feel like we've been either really indecisive about where we stand on this either that or we're just gonna go with the manga just because sometimes we might not remember the anime as well as we should but i'm definitely gonna pick the anime this time around because compared to the rest of the series uh this episode especially considering how we're still in season one territory here where they're still kind of finding their finding finding i guess what works for them in terms of the show and how how to animate it I think this show is like the one of the best examples of how good the voice acting for the show can be and how good the comedic timing of the voice acting and animation can be. Like I honestly I don't I think this is like the I I think no other episode of Gintama has it like this. Like I know that might sound like an exaggeration, but but I I really do think that. Like it's again, it's stuff like the voice actors knowing when to sound like they're being cut off or or knowing when to use the animation just right, like with the like with the no turning animation scene. Like it's stuff like that that really impressed me sometimes with the anime. And again, like it's especially considering how we're still in season one at this point and how early on the show still is in its run, makes it even more amazing in my opinion. Um but anyway, and enough enough uh <laughs> enough overly praising this episode, even though I yeah. think I'm praising it enough. Uh, you guys should watch this episode, especially this episode. <laughs> okay, I'm done. You should watch this episode and the rest of the series on Crunchyroll, um, either for free, or if you want, you can subscri- uh, subscribe to Crunchyroll's monthly service. It is uh, $7 a month, and um, you can only not only watch this show, but also keep up with the latest anime simulcasts. Or you can also buy this episode and own it on uh, Gintama Collection 2 from Sentai Filmworks. And uh, the more people buy those DVDs, uh, the more likely we'll probably get more anime from Sentai Filmworks. Hopefully it will not be dubbed. I just wanted subtitle. Please, Sentai, please. Uh, um, But yeah, I think we should get to the ending of the show. Uh, Yes. Oh, Colton, before we end the show, you silly, silly goose, we have an email from a, from a Leah, from Alia, not a, not Leah, Alia, because, yeah, that was, that joke didn't go anywhere. Um, and uh, Leah writes, hi, everyone. What do you think of ghost stories? Do you guys think Gin, Kagura, and Shitpachi could actually become exorcist? How do you feel on their disguises? And why the hell do Gin and Hijikata have such similar hair actions in this lesson? I swear to you, they do this and it worries me. With all my loves and regards to you all, Leah, hashtag Gintama Faithful. Aww, I feel good now. I feel good now, too. 
Um, so let's let's do one question at a time here. So, what do we think of ghost stories, John? I think they're okay. People don't tell them enough. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, I don't know. I don't have. I don't really have a lot of experience with ghost stories, so I don't really have. A, I don't really have an opinion. I've never. I've never been camping. That's why. Yeah, me neither, and I don't think I'd want to go camping. Um, you kidding me? I'd love to go camping. Well, I know you like the outdoors, but I don't like the outdoors enough to sleep outside. Pussy. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 maybe I am, John. Well, maybe you are a cat. <laughs> fucking non-sequiturs. <laughs> you just fucking. You just. I don't want to go outside. You pussy. Meow. I know <laughs> I am. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, innuendos, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'd have the same... If, if I heard enough ghost... Ghost? Ghost. <laughs> ghost. Damn it. Ghost stories. If I heard enough ghost stories... <laughs> wow, man. Uh, if I if I heard enough ghost stories, I feel like I'd have the same opinion on ghost stories that I do like horror movies, even though they're not really the same thing, but uh. still. Like, I'd have this... I'd probably have the same opinion where I don't like horror movies... Because they're like I don't know I can't think of I can't think of a single horror movie that's ever actually scared me except for maybe like one or two and even then I can't remember those because they're not really that memorable in the first place. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> okay, okay. The thing with Mama is that I overreacted. Yeah, you did. You fell out of your seat and got the attention of the entire fucking theater. Oh, I actually, I did I really. No, I'm kidding. But you got ours because I was trying to watch the movie, and you're just like, Aah! I'm like, stop! <laughs> There's nothing scary about this movie. Okay, well, I think what actually scared me at the time was like the that one girl eating the bugs and shit. I don't know. I like that's not really scary. That's just gross. I don't know. Yeah, I feel really stupid for getting scared at Mama because Mama is a horrible movie. Not just a horrible horror movie. It's, it's 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 a horrible horror movie, but it has other elements that you know I would go into if this was a Mama podcast. But I don't think we could do an entire podcast on Mama. Let's let's be honest. We could do one episode. We could do a one off. That's we, not it. I don't you, wanna. What? Watch. We're gonna actually do it one day. Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna be at your house and be like, "Well, John, how do you feel about doing a Mama episode? <laughs> like, why?" <laughs> No, 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 no see, that'd be funny if I'm like, oh, yeah, John, we're totally going to do a Mamba podcast, right? And you're just like, no. But then, but then, like, <laughs> no. but then, like, years later, you're the one who's like, you know what? I was stupid. Let's, let's do a Mamba podcast. It's relevant, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Pacific Rim 2 comes out. Hey, Colton, you know what we should do? Okay, John, I'd love to do a Pacific Rim podcast. No, I'm a Mama podcast. You're so <laughs> when are you going to let that go? <laughs> you know, it's it's. I know this is really off topic, but it still amazes me how how the same person who directed and created Mama managed to create something as fun and as awesome and manly even as Pacific Rim. Because I was able to notice it in the first one because in Mama, there's a lot of character development. There's a lot of just, like, the girl is just like, I don't fucking care about these kids. And then eventually likes the kids. Like, the characters are great because they work, but it, he's not good with horror because horror is supposed to scare you. And he tried to make it a action like Pacific Rim. And that's why Pacific Rim works so much. Yeah, Pacific Rim's a fucking awesome movie. Like, I mean, I mean, granted, it's still an action movie, so, so the characters and the plot are as good as they're going to get. They were pretty good until the end. Really? I, I, well, 
I, now I have to ask, what, 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 why do you think that? Because throughout, I was actually like, oh, he's got a rivalry with this dude, and there's real characterization going on and not stupid lines and stuff. And, like, it felt realistic. It didn't feel faked or anything. Until right at the end when they were taking out the final... Uh, ju- what are those called? The, the the kaiju. Kaiju. Those alien things. They started doing like heroic one-liners and bullshit and acting empty and. Stuff. I don't. I don't know. I I thought Pacific Rim was a great movie all the way through. I mean, again, like, like I said earlier, with the kind of movie Pacific Rim was, I wasn't even really expecting anything well written. I was just I was just kind of expecting just to have fun with the movie. Like that's a movie. That's a movie I don't think you can really criticize too much because it's not really meant to do the mo- that kind of movie's not meant to be anything deep. It's just meant to be a fun action movie where you could watch robots beat up monsters. Yeah. Kind of kind of sort of like Godzilla except a lot crazier. Yeah. Um now I'm going to bring this back to Gintama. You want to you want to know how this still relates because Sukita actually voices the main character in the Japanese dub for Pacific Rim. Wow. I know, right? Sugita's everywhere. I guys. know. I love him. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what the point of this was. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, basically, that's what we think of ghost stories, Pacific Rim. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Somehow led to that. <laughs> anyway, I think her next question was, uh, do you think Gin, Kagura, and Shinpachi could actually become exorcists? Fuck no. No. Like, Gin's too afraid of ghosts. Like for those who don't know, with these particular chapters, this isn't this isn't going to be the first time Gin shows that part of his personality. Gin is actually legitimately afraid of ghosts. You will see that more. And then Kagura would just kill the damn fool while trying to perform it. Either that, or Kagura would do something stupid, thinking that it's going to work. But the other characters are like, "That's not going to work," and then it just works because. <laughs> and then Shimpachi just wouldn't do it yeah like shinpachi would be like one of the characters on south park where like every once in a while in south park one one of the characters before they end up doing something stupid they'll be like no i'm not doing this today we're not doing this uh but yeah they would make horrible exorcists um all right how do you feel on their disguises um they were pretty good i mean at least kentoki's was because of the hat hiding his hair but then i saw kagura and i'm like oh yeah, Kagura's gave it away the most, obviously. And then Shinpachi's was okay. Like, yeah, he had the mustache, and it gave away how young he was. I mean, it gave away... It didn't give away how young he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shinpachi had, like, the Groucho Mark glasses and stuff, and I thought that was pretty great. Um, but, uh, but, I mean... it, I, it, I guess it worked, but it wasn't like... It didn't work to the level of like Boris and Natasha, where every time every time a group of characters comes in with a disguise, and another pair of characters will be like, "Oh, I've never met you before," even though you always run into those fucking characters all the time. Team Rocket. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> Team Rocket does the same shit. That's that's right. I forgot about that. Um, Jesus. Uh, okay, and why the hell do Gin and Hijikata have such similar hair actions in this lesson? I don't know. Because they're together and be easier to draw. I guess so. I mean, I don't know. I guess their hair's kind of, sort of, not really similar. No, it's, they're not. 
but they're both doing some of the same things, so... Yeah, Gin and Hijikata, I think, are, I guess, kind of, sort of similar, almost. I mean, they both have very bad tempers, and they and they both are very um, defensive and offensive. They're both very idiotic. Yes, and they're both very petty when it comes to it's... trying to one-up one up in each other. And they're both very samurai. I think more so Hijikata, actually, because Hijikata seems to have more of a code compared to Gintoki, where, because, obviously, as we saw with his... Co- uh, with his with his duel with Kondo, he's not afraid to play dirty. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of samurai, but Kintoki's not so samurai. Yeah, Hijikata, again, like I said earlier, has more of a code, and he he abides by the typical bushido samurai way, whatever. And he doesn't really think for himself too much. He just kind of he he Hijikata, for the most part, has his code, and he plays by that code no matter what. Whereas Gintoki uh, states, stated himself back when they fought together that he has his own way of doing things. He has his own rules. He doesn't play by the rules. So, yeah. So they're so I guess they're different in that way. But 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 for the most part, they do share I guess a few common traits. I don't know. Their their relationship is very odd. I guess. I don't know how a discussion about how similar their hair is came to a discussion about their personalities, but I guess that just, that just happens. All right. So I guess with all those questions out of the way, let's now let's get to the end of the podcast. And now we've come to the end of the show. Um, it's been an episode. We uh, we covered chapters 33 and 34 of the manga, and then we uh, had our life lessons segment on lessons 33 and 34, otherwise known as the chapter titles. And we had our anime manga comparison segment of episode 20, and we even had an email from Leah. So that's always nice to read. So yeah, John, uh, did you have fun this episode? Yes. I guess before we go, uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, look forward to our special episode, our, I guess our special holiday episode, I'm going to call it, before the end of the year. Um, hopefully by the time this comes out, we'll have already met up and met up and uh, recorded that. But uh, I think it's safe to say that we'll probably have that out like the week of Christmas at the very earliest. Um, I'm going to give myself the date of the 22nd. Uh, Monday 22nd, I think, is when that episode will be out. But, I mean, the date is subject to change, I guess. But that that's when I want to get it out. So look forward to it around then. Uh, I bet you can't wait to do that one, John. Yay. Yay, it'll be fun. We'll, we'll, we'll have some eggnog and play some silly made-up games. Yay. Um, and also, like I said on the show, um, you can follow Jasmine on Twitter now. Uh, her Twitter handle is at kpop underscore dancer and uh, you should follow her and talk to her and uh, talk to her about Kintama or kpop or whatever she loves both those things and um, while you're at it you can I think I'm going to start telling people about this on the show more often because I I don't think I ever bring it up but you should also follow me on Twitter at sniperking323 and uh, talk to me about whatever I usually talk about Gintama or uh, tweet about whatever shows I'm watching at the moment or whatever I'm reading or whatever. 
And um, speaking of Twitter, uh, you can visit our website at gintolifelessons.wordpress.com. That's where I upload every episode first. And uh, you can follow us and or contact us through facebook.com, twitter.com, or youtube.com slash gintamangacast. That's G-I-N-T-A-M-A-N-G-A-C-A-S-T, gintamangacast. And uh, you can also follow us on uh, Tumblr at gintamangacast.tumblr.com. We, uh, I'm trying to be a little more active on there now, reblogging and posting all the funny pictures involving Gintama. And like, I'm trying to do things like quote us from past podcast episodes or post pictures and posting what I think you guys, how you guys would react to certain things, especially with Jay and anything Ijikata related. Um, and you should also go to the Gintama Reddit and look out for posts from us whenever we ask for feedback and you can leave us comments on those type of posts at uh, www.reddit.com slash r slash Gintama and uh, you can also email us about anything Gintama related or podcast related or anything just like Leah did at gintalifelessons at gmail.com whether it's about uh, past or future chapters, uh, your interpretation of the life lessons, uh, any questions you have for us, please email those to that address. But the most important thing is what, John? That you rate, subscribe, and review us on our terms. Yes, iTunes. That is also very important. Uh, so um, I think for the most part, this might be our last actual episode for the year. I mean, other than our special episode that we are going to be doing this month, um, we probably won't have the time to do a normal episode until until probably around the middle of January because we'll be busy with the holidays. So that's why I wanted to do a special episode to post just so we don't leave you guys hanging for another month again. Uh, I think at the most, there probably won't be anything new for like two weeks, maybe three weeks at the most, but we'll be back. We'll probably take a, just a small mini hiatus during the holidays. But, yeah, we'll keep you guys posted on online wherever you follow us. I just gave out all that stuff. I hope you were paying attention the first time. So, yeah, uh, this has been Life Lessons, the Gintama Manga Cast, episode 26. And uh, we'll see you next time for episode 27. Bye, guys. Bye. Pacific Rim was a pretty awesome movie. It's pretty freaking good.